Hey. Hey, what's up? Busy bouncing in the building. Uh-huh. I'm a little topolicious. Yeah, yeah, you know, just always at work. What's up, man? You know, working thing. on something new? Uh, yeah, always working on some music or something. Mm-hmm. Stay busy. Man. Yeah, so what's up with you? Man, I'm just sitting out here in my backyard hoping that the birds and shit ain't too loud and mess up the recording. But, <laughs> <laughs> but like, oh, I'm, 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 I've been talking too much lately because I'm I'm literally sitting in my backyard. Right? Why yeah. is my backyard shaped like the state of Oklahoma? Well, you know, Oklahoma, where that is. I'm sitting there thinking, how can I cut it and put the OU symbol up in there to make it jump? <laughs> I'll see. Yeah. I must be from Oklahoma, son. Never know. I must be from here. Yeah, well, yeah. 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 So, what's going on, sissy? Oh, man, you know, just doing something new, doing something different, trying to, you know. Yeah. I do, you know, the same. Stay, stay focused, stay steady, you know. It, it's so hard being an artist because, like, as an artist, you have to see the things that are going on in the world yeah. and uh, make the art form reflect that. And well, I was yeah, trying to think know. about something that happened today. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know, how would I, how would I phrase the question? I think I would be like, if you were going to make a song about this, like, mm-hmm. what kind of song would you make? What direction would you go on this About topic? what's going on today? Yeah, I don't think that no one does that. Like, I don't think that any platform is actually doing that right now. We might have I like know, a little but, but what kind of mood does what's going on? Like today? let's say, let's say like uh when uh the uh the African American lady got elected mm. as Supreme Court justice. Ah, what yeah, kind of song would you nice. make about that? Oh you know man, girl, I got you right here. Yeah, like which which uh black women that were like in your life that oh, were like role models and stuff to you, would you mention in the song type stuff? Like, you know what I well, mean? Well, first of all, you always start with your mother because uh, that's, uh, she birthed you, you know, you're her mm-hmm. seat in a way, you know, of course you always Number start one. with mom, you know, and, and mom holds a title that everyone else has to be able to follow in a sequence in a way, the people that you know, but then you look at TV and you see people like Michelle Obama and you see black beautiful women uh rising up in a way oh definitely definitely you know i mean taking charge i think that's where we are as black women today is is trying to learn not to only take charge of our own lives but take charge of our community and be mother figures to people even if we don't even have children ourselves you know in a sense you know yeah because y'all have had a lot of mothers who weren't even mothers like Actually, mm. biological mothers, but there's been a lot yeah. of struggle that black women have stood upon to get this far. That is very true, you know, but it, it takes a strong, upright back to hold the weight, you know, and uh, I, I say that in, in the manner of also supporting our, our men, you know, it's very important that uh, we keep in mind that, yes, we are definitely in the same struggle but they know if they can uh bind the black man of his own right and conscience then they have control 
in a sense, you know, and it, it's our duty as black women to hold like our hands in men our arms. Somehow weaker mm-hmm. than the women yes. who depend upon the men will be weaker also. That is yeah. very true, you know, and I think that's in, I, I am not homophobic in any kind of way, and I'm not trying to be uh, disrespectful in any kind of way, and I hope no one takes what I'm going to say in a, a negative way, but I'm going to say it in an honest way, because that's just who I am. Uh, I think that when you break a, a man of his manhood in the sense of being strong, and in being a leader in the sense of man, then you break a family, you know, because uh, men are born to be dominant in a way. And I think weakness is supported by p- people that's weak. You know, weak people produce weak people in a sense, you know. Uh, and when I say about yeah, what what I mean by weak is I'm not talking about physical weak. I'm talking about emotionally weak, mm-hmm. you know, just to say yes or just to give in or just to hold your head down. Don't don't speak up. Just uh, be be barely seen and never heard. You know, that type of atmosphere can teach a person how to be weak. You know, yeah, to and, me, it seems like the people who like control like a lot of the things that are going on in the world today, a lot of the media, a lot of the um, entertainment and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. All the kids who got picked on in high school mm-hmm. and now it's like, we would never be picked on again. Like, And they're just stuck on that same, like, everything well, that yeah, happened to us yeah. that we have to fix. They fixed pretty much, what else can you fix? Like, Yeah, well, well you know, to fix yourself, to to truly fix ourselves, we would have to fix our childhoods, you know, because that's actually when it all began is when we were children and our voices didn't hold much weight. And we just had to roll with the punches of whatever our parents were doing. And, you know, mm-hmm. it's, so it teaches us a sense of um, being uh, vulnerable in a sense, but in a vulnerable in a way that just roll with the punches, you know, keep your I mean, head down, me, don't speak up, you know. To me, if they just like, they would who, stop at getting whatever, I mean, it's, it's, yes. it's so many different causes yes. that we can put in the same, in the same category. Yes. Yes. But it's like, I they agree. can't just win and say we won. It's like, now they become the bullies. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, everybody gets a trophy. Now, you know, you don't have to work at it to be a good athlete to get a trophy. When we were growing up, you had to be like the best of the best to even have a trophy at all. You know, now now everybody gets a trophy. So no, the the children that are coming up don't know what a real winner is. You know, everybody's a winner. Bullshit. Everybody is not a fucking winner. Let's just keep it real. You know, the thing is, is when you start lying to children, you'll lie to anyone. And Man. and that's and, the thing. Leave the kids out of it. Let the yes. parents <laughs> exactly. teach the kids. Exactly. Y'all teach them how to count yes. and read and write yeah. and do math and shit. That's what y'all supposed to be doing. That's it. We don't win y'all. Oh, and it was crazy because I was watching um, um, I was watching something. I'll never say the name of the stuff I'm watching because I don't want to put on my name. But I'm mm-hmm. watching it and they actually had teachers like one teacher was a transgender and he was like 
um, my kids are going to ask me what I did this weekend. And I don't want to be able to, I don't want to have to lie to them and mm-hmm. tell them that I went with my man and my husband and we did this and did that because like, then it's just like, I'm just like, tell mm-hmm. them nothing. And I was like, I could see where you're coming from with that. Mm-hmm. But if mama and daddy ain't told my uh, kid about the elephant in the room. <laughs> it, 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 it ain't, it's not the birds and the bees no more. It's the dicky dicky. I ain't talking yeah, about the dicky The dicky elephant trunk your, in the room. Your face because you feel like, oh, I can't share what I was doing with with, with, with them with kids. Aren't you? No, you, now you're making it to where you're grooming them. Yeah, that's true. In a sense. Well, well, this is the thing. This is what I believe in. I believe in when children are in the custody of the authorities or if they are, you know, orphans or whatever, whoever parent, the parents that they go to, you know, they have a file on that parent. I would like to think that, that they would have a file on their parent and, you know, it's not. Yeah, they do. But it's not about being gay and all of that. I'm talking about giving the child the chance to make a choice. They're taking the choice away from children, you know, to decide, hey, I like girls or I like boys, you know, just because you feel like when mama put her makeup on, that's what I want to do. Every boy at some point watched their mother put makeup on. You know what I mean? The thing is, I don't think that they're giving children the chance and the opportunity to truly decide when they get old enough to decide if they like men or like women. But the thing I, is, I, I love, I love that. I love the fact that you can be whatever you want to be mm-hmm. and be mm-hmm. whoever that you want to yeah, be. Comfortable. I feel yeah. like just like cigarettes at yeah. first, it didn't have a, a, a age limit on it. Remember that? Yeah, that's you very true. So yeah. now I think I they need to go put buy my mama cigarettes before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, they need to put the 18 on it now before they start teaching kids about that stuff. Let will be yeah. 18 years old or learning on the internet, either way. But don't be in yeah. the first. Have you but seen the smoking? Gay but smoking was in movies, you know, they were smoking at courtrooms in movies, they were smoking in westerns in movies because there wasn't know. a lot of black people in movies to really just, you know, unless they were rubbing elbows with white people that could have a cigar or could smoke or whatever you know but mm-hmm. in in movies they always show people smoking and it looked cool you know what i'm saying so smoking became popular by television which the tobacco industry funds the ads in yeah. tv and you, and you just and you just and you just helped me prove my point you just helped yeah. me prove my point yeah. they replaced the tobacco mm-hmm. in the city in, in entertainment with the gay stuff. Yeah. So now, it's just a new high. It's a new gay high. I mean, yeah. and there's nothing wrong with being gay. There's nothing wrong, but no, like, but when you show two be, children kissing, that's what I'm saying. And you saw when the you thing show with, two um, children kissing, that is I mean kissing in that manner, that mm-hmm. is they child pornography. They have changed. They have gradually inched into child pornography. You cannot do that. That is not appropriate. They are not brothers. Have you seen the pictures? Have you seen the pictures like of the uh, kids that are at like the uh, the gay rallies and stuff? 
You got why do you have five and six and seven year olds out here? They don't know none yeah. about none of this at all. Yeah, exactly, but it, it's called influence. About Barbie dolls. They should not yeah. be worrying about where you want somebody to put them in your offices. It is the same exact way they influence black children to pick up guns, alcohol, and smoke weed in these movies. Mm-hmm. They in, encourage children all together that if you have a sexual urge towards the same sex it's okay it just means you're gay and that's mm-hmm. not that's not appropriate that that's not the truth you know what i'm saying everybody did have an urge towards the same sex especially at that age as a child they're still trying to figure out their bodies you don't plant mm-hmm. something in their head oh well you just like dudes or oh you just like girls you know what hey, i mean oh, you, you, you don't need your opinions you really you yeah, don't like exactly. your you don't like it? We can take it off. We can no. Take yeah, no. That, that is not no, even no, no, no. an option. Like, they're why would you? With well, see, the thing is, they're demeaning. So when you tell a child, hey, you being a girl is not good enough. You, mm. You're not cute as a girl or you're not cute as this or that. You're not mm. good as you are. And how maybe, you look. maybe you should so be maybe something you else. Should put a little dress <laughs> on. Maybe you should try to look like Beyonce. Maybe mm. you should try to look like Boy George or whatever the fuck. You know what I'm saying? Mm. We all had those uh, influential people in our lives on TV that we admired. That's but how we didn't. We didn't take trend. it to heart though. We no, didn't take- well, we did the clothes thing. We did the clothes and hair. Okay, yeah, they were in cross colors. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna wear cross colors. Yeah, we shit. We didn't care yeah, what kind of special preference that they had and want to exactly. be that. That was not a but, thing. Was, yeah, but yeah. back then they wasn't just blurting it all out. We knew who the fuck was gay because they just kind of kept it to themselves, and we they're touristic. You like, you're like now you know that something going on over here. I don't know <laughs> yeah, <why. laughs> but. Remember when yeah. Red Fox did that thing with his hand and he just like wave it like this? I yes. did a little, yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is that back to that because I mean, but, give him, okay, like, I want to like, say like, this. I want to say this real quick, real quick. I want to say this real quick. So they, they t- go back. Let, let, <laughs> let's go back to Michael Jackson. Okay. Mm-hmm. To me, Michael Jackson was one of those kids in a sense. You know what I'm saying? They didn't know where to put his emotions, his feelings, his, you know what I'm saying? His, you know, to grow as a man. He grew as an entertainer. Mm-hmm. So they can be here or nor there. You know what I'm saying? Anybody that he felt that, that was visually stimulating to him was somebody that he wanted to mimic. Someone that he wanted to be like. Because those are the only people other than his father, his mother, his, you know, and, you know, entertainment. He didn't have just somebody say, hey, dude, no, you don't do that. Or you don't, no, you don't, no. Don't do You know what I'm saying? Well, don't do what exactly. I I mean, when I say you don't do that, it was like, man, be strong. You know what I'm saying? Be tough. You know, somebody punch him in the chest every now and then. You know what I mean? Mm. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? But he made songs like I'm bad. I'm just saying he made the baddest song as a bad man. Yeah, but everybody, all the songs, a lot of songs that people made, especially back then, were counter-reactive songs based off what was said about them in the public. So they try to when, put the perception of them out there of what they wanted yeah, to be, but 
thought that yeah. they weren't. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like when he did "I'm Bad," everybody kept saying, "Oh, Michael Jackson gay." Yeah, he he. I think he gay because right at that time, you know what I'm saying? Like we didn't know if he was never, gay or straight because he was doing never, videos with girls. Thought, I never thought Michael Jackson was gay. Like ever. Like I ever, think ever. he and Prince was just a different type. They you know was just rock stars to me. You know what I'm saying? They just nah, nah. I never thought that. Everybody but was like, talking about Michael Jackson. Everybody was saying but, Prince was gay. Well, because so, of the allegations. Yeah, well, he came probably, out with "I'm bad." You know, because people, of well, the allegations. Probably, like, damn, they was probably just Bill Cosby and everybody and shit. Ain't no telling what was going on back then. Because <laughs> he was cutting into Bill Cosby Showtime. Wasn't he? <laughs> ain't no telling what was going on back then. They was probably oh all kicking. It was a lot going. Yeah, we know what was going on. We got a whole bunch of booties out. We don't know which booty is which. No, no. Bill Cosby, Michael Jackson, and Prince were the three sole heirs of Sony Records. They were the top three sole heirs of Sony Records. So when that happened, everybody came up under them. Like, uh, what's the white chick's name? Uh, uh. I mean, everybody came up under Sony. Everybody that came up under under Sony came up under Michael Jackson. Yeah, I remember Mike buying a big big piece of, but I don't uh, remember like Prince and uh, them Bill having. Cos- no, Bill Cosby. When he did <laughs> Bill Cosby, what he did was picture pages and stuff like that back in the day. You remember all those songs, picture pages, picture pages, open up your picture pages. You know what I'm saying? All that stuff. He wrote those songs. He wrote all the songs for PBS. So when PBS sold out, in a sense, you know what I'm saying? Sony bought PBS, uh, all the entertainment part of CBS, uh, PBS. So, and then, uh, so, and then they both end up dead. I mean, well, Michael Jackson and Prince end up dead. And they were the first mm-hmm. real true owners that invested in Sony when they did their first records ever. You know what I'm saying? So Michael Jackson had way more stock in Sony than the owner of Sony did. Yeah, I've heard, yeah, heard, heard about that story before. Yeah. Like, so he uh, had way uh, more stock. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so at that time, they were getting ready to buy some more networks. So it was a whole bunch of shit about that. And so it was like, uh, Michael Jackson died. Prince died the same way Michael Jackson died. Bill Cosby locked I, up. I don't, his, I don't remember how Prince died. How did Prince die? Overdose. The same pills that Michael Jackson overdosed on. The same <laughs> medication. Same doctor. Same doctor. Same medication. Well, it couldn't have been the same doctor because it, like it was the same doctor. It was the Hollywood doctor that they had been going to for years. It was a Hollywood doctor they had been going to for years, the both of them. It's the same doctor that prescribed them the same medication, and they died, what, three months apart? Yeah, it was three about three months apart that uh, Michael Jackson and Prince, uh, when Michael Jackson passed away, Prince passed away three months after Michael Jackson. It was only and three then, months? Yeah, it was three months, and then... Uh, Bill Cosby, when the allegations started coming forward on Bill Cosby, came like the year after both of them passed away. And so Bill Cosby's, you know what I'm saying? He, I, I don't, I'm saying, but why oh, they well, waste well, they investigated? That's all well, I'm well, saying. Well, uh, uh, Michael Jackson 
died off of a, a one of those pain medications, right? Yeah, yeah. And so did Prince. Prince died off of a, a fentanyl. Yeah, the same thing. That's pain. That's the same pain medication. The I same one. I forgot what they were giving uh, Michael Jackson. Yeah, that's the same one. Fentanyl. That's the same you medication know what, you know that Michael Jackson had. You know what's messed up? We what? were talking about Michael Jackson yesterday. And huh? I was talking about how uh, he had died from the pain medication. Uh-huh. And then I was like, then you know you have some some boogie in your ass when you just dance yourself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They just dancing to themselves. Uh, yeah, he was not. Nah, he was on on just think how old he was and all the entertainment. He he had arc, right? It was a lot going on with him, you know. So he needed the, those pills to keep dancing like that and keep entertaining like that. I mean, million like over a million shows doing that your entire life. Yeah. Yeah, but see, Michael Jackson's was a uh, uh, sedatives, profanol, and yes. anesthetic. And anesthetic. Yeah, but that's what Prince had too. No, Prince he was a fentanyl. Yeah, well, that's what they was giving Michael Jackson was a fentanyl. That's a no. He didn't have fentanyl. His, his was pro pro uh, pro pro Probably, yeah, it's the same thing. It well, was the same thing. One is cheaper than the other. Well, profanol is a sedative. It was like something to make him go to sleep. Yeah, well, that's what. Yeah. It Way too but, much. Something yeah, to but my thing is, how the hell the top two two top music entertainers of the world from the same music company with the Michael Jackson had more stock than Prince did, but they both end up dead around the time that Prince filed a lawsuit. Prince filed a lawsuit against Sony. Mm-hmm. It's like hey, that is like something that we can talk about for him. Yeah. You gotta include Bob Marley. You gotta include uh um uh, uh Elvis. I mean you gotta include like yeah, all of them. Elvis. Elvis is a song jacking motherfucker. That's all he did with Jack songs. Who don't jack songs now? Everybody who wins Grammys jack songs. No, but the way that no, the way they did it back then is different how they do it now. We do it well, in tribute. Oh, the the music back then. But now they they still be jack- using other people's songs. Yeah, they the yeah they do. But we do it as tribute. He did it as Jack and to become a king that he wasn't even supposed to. He wasn't king of. You know yeah, what I'm saying? That's Elvis the difference. Mike Elvis was producing the songs. Like he had producers and fucking all of that shit yeah. going out. But he was a they, his producers didn't even write any of the songs. Hey, All the songs he ever sang, except for one, was written by somebody for else one. that was black. Except for one. Except for one, only one. You talking about Look the hits? All the yeah. songs. All his songs. Every song he ever sang, only one of his songs was original. All the rest of them was written by somebody else. Uh, that he no, he actually stole it from somebody else that was trying to get it going. He stole it or the regular the regulator stole it. But they did. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't blame the artist. I mean, because they tell you what to sing and they tell yeah, you. Yeah, well, to he sing. know if it's already out. You ain't got no business. I mean, but, like, but what if like, let's say you was in Elvis shoes and you was out somewhere at a black club? What he supposed to be there? What you are, because you know he like that kind of music. You know he like the kind of, where he where he like dance like that. He had to be around the kind of people somewhere. 
So you had well, a spot. Well, they say he went to a black church. He used to go to a Baptist church. You're a song that you like. Mm-hmm. And just because it's a black artist that's doing it, no one else is ever going to hear the song? No, he was Did acting black that? around a whole bunch of white people no, and white no, people started no, praising him. But do you do more justice for the song that you heard from the black dude and bring it to the whole world by bringing yeah. it to the whole world? Or but it's do not you just though. Like, you a fake, a phony, a fraud. You ain't got no heart. You don't have no. How many songs? How many songs are remakes? Oh my god! I'm just how saying. Many songs are oh my god! Do I hold on? Let's go ahead and just let's dive oh on god. in. Let's get the. We know the stomach my pain with these let's singers. Get the, let's no, get the Lauren Hill fucking. No, Lauren Hill was uh, by uh, Lauren Hill was uh, stomach my pain was actually by uh, Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton I'm, wrote I'm, that. I'm, I'm just saying, but like that's what I mean. Like they Dolly all Parton wrote that. No, but you I'm just saying back then. Other songs, like I heard this song when I was 12, and I played it all the time for my friends, kind of thing. I think that's how music is. I used to think it was all about originality and you know trying to, oh, this has to be original and blah blah. But then in the end, like no, I'm just saying no back then. The back no then, the he was praised for being original. That's that's cool. what Elvis Presley. Everybody that's knew they issue. It, that's what it is about. Everybody knew they stole rock and roll from from fucking uh. Little well, from his songs, his actual songs, he took from from black people. I'm talking about the songs that he sang and entertained. He stole from people that was trying to get those songs out or already sang them. Little, little, little Richie was like, "Hey, y'all stole my shit, but I'm still performing the fuck at this motherfucker at the Apollo <laughs> with the house full of yeah, niggas." So yeah, true. They were still out there, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But they just wasn't on the. It wasn't a commercial level, like where you're like ABC, CBS, NBC level. It was still I I'm looking at some of these song titles, and one of them is "Don't Be Cruel." I was like, don't okay, be, I, yeah, yeah, don't be true. Yeah. <laughs> who who, who sung that originally? Yeah, that's all. That's what I'm getting into right now. That's what I'm looking at. I don't think that's a black song. It sounds like a white song. I know, but don't be cruel. What was that band that did it? And I ate. Don't be cruel. I will never be that cruel to you. <laughs> you know. Uh, oh, that was, that was Bobby Brown. Brown. Bobby Brown. Bobby yeah, Brown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't believe you. Like hey, that was a, that was shit. That was yeah, shit. that was. You see, uh, <laughs> I, I could, the so I think we did they take that song from him? <laughs> the lyric. Yeah, I'm just saying. We talking about people stealing. Bobby Brown stole that was <laughs> Bobby Brown stole everything. Man. He took Whitney from the real Whitney from us. In a sense, in a sense. Nah. She was just I'm saying that she was never with him. She probably would have no, died. Was so drugs he was. So they was deep doing drugs yeah, together. Ain't like he was making her doing. That's very true. Yeah. I know I miss Whitney though. I really right, do. It's it. Don't be cruel. It's recorded by Elvis Presley and read yeah. it, written by Otis Blackwell. Yeah. Okay, look up Otis Blackwell. I bet he Who's black. That? I bet he black. I oh, because he's black. <laughs> And it's like, no, it's probably because of the oldest part. No, no, your name is Otis. If your name is Otis, you probably black. I gotta look. I bet he black. He black. Yep, Otis Blackwell. He black for sure. (laughs) 
Yeah. One of the pictures they have of him is like him, like in the studio, like oh, riding shit with a picture of Elvis on the wall. Wait a minute, let me look. Yeah, he black, so he took a song from him. Wait no, a minute, no, listen, no, listen. Look, he didn't write it for him. No, that is not how it went. I'm looking at it right now. It just says he worked on and he worked. Influence rock and roll, like it, yeah, it yeah. Did. But he didn't write that song for for well, Elvis. No, they all wrote it together. It was Elvis Presley, Eddie Coley, Peggy Lee, Little Richard. These was, are, no, these are all the people oh, that and all of the song. people who did the song. Yeah, they just did the song. They didn't. No, he wrote it. They just did it. They just yeah. Let's keep it real and real. Yeah. Uh, I'm reading another like uh, little article I found. It says mm-hmm. Otis Blackwell and Elvis Presley never met. Yeah, that's why I said he didn't write it for him. So that was he wrote song the song, and then Elvis Presley, they felt like he had enough white black soul to do it. You know what I'm saying? Let's be real. Shit. Well, actually, they're saying he wrote the song for Elvis. He didn't write it for. Oh, no, no, was- let, me, let me get to it. They said he had a he was trying to be a singer. Yeah. And then yeah. he did make it as a singer, so he became a songwriter. Yeah. Uh-huh. 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 But how much did he get paid off of Elvis doing it doing his song? Not a red damn dime. A penny. Not a red cent. Mm. Well, he did write the song. Ain't nothing but a hound dog. He no, uh, he did like the song for Elvis, but I don't see how much money he made. He didn't make nothing. Just like a name number the hound dog that, that he's known for. She never got a fucking dime, a penny from uh ain't nothing but a hound dog. She wrote that song. Big Mama Thornton. He sang that song and made millions. She didn't make a penny. Hey, you know how it works. Hey, huh? hey, you know how it works? If you have a gift from God and you don't use it, what happens? No, it's not just that. No, he stole somebody else's gift. That's 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 what he did. <laughs> well, the mean, song was already out. The song was already out. She was already singing the song. The song was already out. And he stole the song and white people gave him the praise for the song because he was white enough to have black Yeah, All of the songs and stuff, Mm-hmm. Uh, especially as far as like the uh, financial part goes, mm-hmm. uh, those labels got the licenses before they even put those songs out. Not back I mean? then. Not back so then. So somebody, somebody sold. No, nah, back yeah. then they didn't know that's that you said. didn't have the yeah, you, yeah, you get a white they person sold them out, your right. shit, you, and you better not you say can, nothing about it. Yeah, yeah, but now you can sell them. You can sell them where they can just use it. Yeah, for a while. now keep it forever. Back yeah, then they were just stepping the kids forever. This is nineteen thirty one. Yeah, they was they was happy to get any kind of money. Yeah. Crew, <laughs> yeah, but they didn't even you know what I'm saying, but they didn't even they didn't get shit. They never did. They never did. That's what that's what that's what I'm saying. I don't care if it was five dollars, a penny, a dime, a nickel, right. whatever. Right. They can't get you nothing. Know dude, but you know the dude that we were talking about, uh mm-hmm. Blackwell? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You know, don't be cruel as him too. Yeah, I know. That's what I was saying. I don't know, but the story is that uh, when Elvis was at RCA, mm-hmm. like all of his dude songs, so they would just play songs for him, mm-hmm. and they were like, 
Blackwell's demos. Oh, no. It like, oh, this be a cool song for me. So when, like, he just went and stole it, they, you know, they had, they owned the shit before, you know, Elvis even played uh, it. I can look into it. Yeah, but which is I'm cool, though. I'm going to do my best seven, investigation. Seven weeks, number one on the Billboard pop charts. Mm-hmm. Hey, what was your favorite song, like, back in uh, the oh, 90s? Oh, my goodness. Okay. It's going to be a very, very particular question. Because okay. I want to. You can remember wait the song. Minute, wait a minute. Wait. I want to see if you can wait. remember the song. I'm going to ask you the question. Don't no, wait. Wait. Hold on. I got to get my pen and pad. Hold on. Oh, <laughs> uh, you, you going to take notes there? Yeah, because <laughs> I got to do this so I'm prepared when we yeah, actually yeah. do the podcast so everything be right. We are doing the podcast right now. We already podcast. So what you talking about? <laughs> I know, but. We've been <laughs> podcast for like an hour. I know. Um, no, I know, but I want to. No, what I'm podcast. saying is. I know exactly. after they hear this, I may get a lot of other questions, so I'm trying to prepare. Oh, 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 okay. So when we get well, our other people in on this conversation, do you, do, do you have your pen and paper ready? Yes, I do. It's right here, right here in my grass. I'm gonna give you like three clues. <laughs> okay. Because it was my favorite song. Oh, all right, all right. It, first okay. of all, it's by a white woman. <gasps> It's still back in the uh probably like 87, 88 days, maybe okay, not okay. maybe not that far. Okay, okay. Number so one. The two clues are white woman and eighties. No, no, no. First clue oh. is white woman. <laughs> 80s is so good. Second okay. clue will be it was number one for fifty-two okay. weeks in a row. <gasps> are you serious? On, on MTV's remember MTV video show that you said? Yes, I do. 52 weeks in a row. Okay, in a row? In a row. Oh, my God. Does that even get you close to it? I don't even know. Because when I tell you the third clue, you're okay, going to know. Like, hold on, let me think. Let me think. Okay, who would be a white woman 52 weeks in a row? Damn, I don't know. Mm-hmm. White woman? Okay, I'm going to give you two more clues. One is bald head. The clue, the third clue is ball head. Okay. See, that's all I can give you on the third clue. Ball head. Sinead ball O'Connor. Head. Exactly. Yeah. The, the last two clues pretty much give it away if you I know, know who it is. No, I just know you. <laughs> you know what, what you should have said. What? Which would have probably thrown everything off, but I you would know, have You know what I, if I would have said that the first time you would have known. You're talking about the rhythm <laughs> of the pitch of the pocket? Yeah, that would have been good. Yeah. You can't say that first. You got to kind of say that no, to the end. No, Holiday. You remember when yeah. you, me, and Holiday, we were all at her house and we were singing that song and she was playing it? Mm, wow. I didn't even think about that part. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, that's holiday song. That is, yeah. So, yeah, anyway, if I yeah. Said holiday, your ass wouldn't have got it either. Yes, I would have. If you white said, woman, white yeah, woman, if you said white weeks. <laughs> woman, holiday, 52 weeks. Shit. You'd be like, what? No, that's my holiday. I, I remember holiday moonwalking. I remember, you remember, she, she worked on moonwalking for months. Mm-hmm. I think a whole two years, to be honest. You can never moonwalk. Moon she got she it. A, she had she a twenty-two, it. them twenty-two inch uh, shoes by Shaquille O'Neal and the big ass red. Oh, 
No. She finally got it. And they were like 22, like Shaq size shoes. And she was like trying to moonwalk in the big motherfuckers. Yeah. It was like yeah. one of my videos that I ever, ever even put on Facebook. When I no, first but she, no, no. She worked on that all day. She still sucks. Then, no, she got it. She got it now. She got it now. Never, never got it. I you love holiday. It. Big ups to holiday. Hey. Hey, nice. <laughs> I, I, I messaged you like Big last month or something. It wasn't not too long ago. I messaged her. I messaged her like not too long ago. Maybe one or two. Uh-huh. two. Uh-huh. I still got her to phone on me and shit. Um, yeah. So who wrote the song for Sinead O'Connor? I have no idea. Who wrote Nothing okay. Compared? Nothing. Oh, man. I don't know. Okay, so... Who were the Wait. first two people that we were talking about in our first when we just started this conversation? The two people who passed away. That wrote. Yeah. Yeah. Remember we talked about Jackson and Prince over here. Yeah. Wrote that song for Sinead O'Connor. Yeah, shut up. Yeah. You know- oh my god. Don't it sound like a Prince song? Quit playing. You know it sounds uh, like. A Prince. Now I gotta sing it like Prince. I'm just, just you know how we were talking about earlier how the uh the, uh, how the uh, white people were selling the black people songs? Hey, uh, the black people gave the white song the, the song to the white person this time. Fifty two weeks. It's one of my best songs that I've ever heard in my whole life. When she did that shit on Saturday Night Live, I was like, that was her Will Smith moment. Yeah. Why? Biggest, baddest so, motherfucker in the world. Now you pull some shit like that. I don't know. It, it dope. I guess. I'm thinking about doing that song live at Friendly's. That's what you should sing tomorrow. That would be dope as fuck. Because yes, can't nobody hit them high notes like that. Since you took your love away. La, 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 la. Since you took your love away. Na, 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 na. Yeah, what? I can see whomever I please. Nah, it's actually nah, 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 nah. <laughs> I gotta do it live. I gotta do it live because so I, I can feel it. What, gotta what, feel it. I forgot that for I can do I can what is it I can spend my money at every mm-hmm. restaurant? Yeah. I can spend my money at every restaurant. No, it's not that. Yeah. I forgot. Wow, we suck. We should have the words while we while we doing stuff like that. But it's okay. That was kind of cool though. Nope. Nothing compares. Nothing compares to you. Ah. <laughs> hey, man, I would come home every day. Nothing compares. Hey, nothing compares. To you, I would come home every day from practice and fucking put the video on and just play that shit. Get I'm watching MTV videos. That shit is gonna be on a burning shit. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was trying to think. Love that song. That you know, those that's one of the most happy songs, you know. Even though the lyrics aren't all that great when that song was going on. It was good vibes in there. You know? That's when Will Smith was just That's summertime. when That's when Will Smith was just summer, summer, summertime. No, no, that was way before Will Smith. I think that was I before know, I'm Will just saying Smith. that it get it's those vibes. It was happy vibes, Back you know. then, they wanted you to be happy with a song. Now they want you to kill something down bottom. It's Yeah, you just know, everybody weird. trying to control somebody. I mean, like, we used to have, like, fly fresh rap, like the stick wick shit where they just being fly, talking about their jewels and their money and their clothes and shit. And then we had, like, you know what I'm saying, dance rap with the MC Hammer and shit like that. You could dance around too legit to quit type shit. Then you had like the, then you, then you had like that that uh you know public enemy type stuff you know with the whole you know uh conscious type rap stuff You then know, take my love and I'm willing. Ain't no limits, yeah. Ain't no limits to the love I'm giving. The love I'm giving. Hey. See what I'm saying? Music, music was to make people happy, not to Yeah. kill. You love dance rap because you know what? I never thought. I mean, I never thought for one second that none of them gangster rappers from NWA, Ice Cube, Snoop, I, I never thought they was actually out there doing gangster stuff. I No, thought it was. I don't think they actually were. Well, you know I thought what? it was entertainment. I did, but No. I mean, the kids. And the people Yeah. who lived, they really thought that was what you, they was really out there doing. That was So their they just life. started doing it. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is that TV is very impressionable. You know, it, it, uh, it, it, it we look at, the, at their lives and say, oh, they're on TV, but this is how they really live. And so it was like, hey, I have to live like this to be like that. And it was just a movie. It's just a, um, a figment of a person's imagination from the beginning, but there were actual things that were really happening that coincide with the movie. So it, it, it became a lot of people's reality uh, displayed on TV. So, so have you ever seen um, the video um, that has the member of Bond on it? I want to say that it's uh, crazy. I'm pretty sure, but I don't know. Like I said, I don't like to put people's names out there, but I'm fearless, so I will say, I will tell you about the video. Okay, in this video, he says that they had a meeting and all of the regular execs were there and all of the, like, the big top rappers were there. Came up with a plan to where they was gonna make music that influenced black people to do crimes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I believe that. Because, I still think that. no, no, I mean, because what they did is they bought a lot of stock Mm in the prisons. hmm Yeah. Oh, why wouldn't you? So they was gonna make the rappers <laughs> make songs that make people to go get to more prison. people to prison, of course. So they could fill up the prison. Why But it not? was an actual plan, though. But it was actual, Yeah. an actual Well, plan how do in you the end. how do you think the ice cube got there? You know, Kill ice number. cube. What do you mean? He was one of the biggest influencers of uh of uh Uh, what was that movie? Uh, Boys in the Hood. 
Boys in the Hood. You know what I'm saying? He was the huge influencer on the one that died was the good dude. You know what I'm saying? Was his brother was a good guy. He's the one that died. You know what I'm saying? Not him. When he was the one that was more out in the street and more gangster, mm-hmm. more hood. And his brother was trying to go to college. So his brother died. Mm-hmm. And so and he lived. So when people see that, say, hey, being good don't get you nowhere but in the ground. But, but, my, perspective, but my perspective would be this, though. Like, to me, as far as like Snoop and Q and and Puffy, and 50, and Gang, and uh, fucking Jay-Z, and fucking... Uh, it started way before them. They were influenced by... I mean, too. as far as all of they go, in my eyes, they can never do any wrong. Because I feel well, like they came out of terrible. the hood. No, they came out of the hood and made money. I think I that people come up with stuff to... I, I think mean, people come person. up with stuff. No, but I mean, that I think people come up with stuff to make them look bad. I'd rather to, be a good person than rich. I mean, but I'm just saying, but so all of them aren't good people? All I, of them? I'm not saying they're not, they're bad people. I'm not saying that. But there is a force that surrounds them that's out of their control that they, that they are obviously yielding to or just not aware of. You know? I think people are on the evil side and yeah. some people are on the light side. And yeah. I just feel like if you're truly on the evil side, you would not do good for a lot of people. Well, what did your soul do work? A lot of good for people. Why do they what have is, to do? What, what is your good? soul work? What 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 is the price on your everlasting soul? What price can you put on your everlasting soul? No one would know that. Um, just common sense. You should know that. But I'm just saying. So, like, if you go back to the Egyptian days. Mm-hmm. For your whole existence, mm-hmm. you building a fucking pyramid. Yeah. You, your mama, your grandma, your great grandma. That's your where you live. Y'all yeah. been y'all been building this fucking pyramid for six fucking generations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, that's where they live. That's where they thrive. That's where they survive. Kind of way, but to me, but if some kind of way your bloodline strives and makes it through all of that shit, and then ten generations down, you have a Snoop Dogg or something. I don't think that Snoop Dogg has ever fully reached his potential. I think that uh, what we see with, when you look at movie stars today, yeah, I, I can honestly say that, yeah, they, they, they have a calling on their lives. You know, I, I mean, I get it. But the thing is, is that I don't think they ever reached their full potential because eventually Snoop Dogg came out with a gospel record. So his soul is still vexing him. You know, when your soul vexes you, it's different. You know, you see where you need to change. When your soul vexes you and, and is, is trying to move you in a direction which you just stand in, in your comfort zone, you never really reach your full potential. And so looking at Snoop Dogg and looking at Ice Cube and looking at all of them, so yeah, they are, they are successful. They are successful. So $150 million but I don't think is that, not reaching yeah. your full potential? No, I'm talking about self-potential, not financial potential. I'm talking about who you are as an individual or as a person. He's you like know, a high school coach, about, a, a middle school basketball football coach. He's fucking has all of these entrepreneurial things that he does. He fucking donates to all of these charities. And so it's like, I mean, how much more can it, it you... don't matter. That's not what I'm talking about. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about inner 
potential, who you are as an individual, not what you uh, financial um, growth and all that stuff. Yeah, that shows your work oh, ethic. But oh, that's, that's oh, not that, that shows I'm your work ethic. I'm not agreeing show. with what you're saying. I'm just saying, but you can see that they're I mean, still vexed. You can see demonic. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're I not mean, gonna be out here running they football they don't if see, you're trying to make everybody go to hell. I'm, that, yeah, I mean, they don't that. see what we see. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, people look at us as the low people or the bottom people on the totem pole of life, and that is the furthest thing that we are, you know, in a sense, we just have a different perspective about certain things, you know, and a lot of us are striving to be on the level or plateau that they are on, but I believe that you have to lose a part of who you are or who you are completely to even reach that level, and I'm just not willing to do that. Uh, I want to be, you know, CC Boston forever. You know, I mean, I don't want to be. So we we gonna stop at a certain amount of money though? Like we? No, no, no. I'm just saying. No, what? Well, what I'm saying is what what I am talking about has nothing to do with money. What I'm Mm -hmm. talking about is who you are as an individual. Whether Mm -hmm. you're rich or poor, you should always have a certain soul character about you. Your soul should stay intact. You know what I'm saying? Not not saying that you know being rich is a bad thing i think being rich shows your ethic and drive and all of that and you know that that's a great thing to look at but it does that define who you are as a person is how much money that you have because when you are defined by what you have in your pockets you know what i'm saying then people miss the mark of who you are altogether you know because what's in your pockets mm-hmm. is just uh, something that you just need to carry with you to, to go back the way you came, you know. I mean, so. You know how everyone has different beliefs and different religions? What mm-hmm. if your belief or your religion mm-hmm. says that the most money you make, you know what I'm saying, the better you are? I mean, you just never know, mm-hmm. like, how Yeah, to, well, my thing is, I, I just like, don't. As far as you're rated as a person in this yeah. world, yeah. No matter what religion or whatever, they all they only go by your money. Yeah, like, they do. We could, they we do. could have like the best conversation. But there's some, there's some the that advice that, to the whole world ever, and they would still not give two cents about what we said because our net worth ain't, ain't even on Google. Well, that's the thing is that you know, um, not all conversations are for everyone, you know. I don't want to have a conversation with someone that in their own mind thinks that they're talking over my head or something like that. I want to have a direct conversation as we are right now. And to me, this is more edifying than being at the casino spending money, you know, Mm -hmm. trying to trying to win something that's that's not in my favor. I mean, do you understand what I'm saying about uh, understanding uh, choices and things like that? You know, it's like, you can't just bow down to what everybody else is doing, you know, and I think that we have got in in American being Americans, we have fallen to that. That's why they have that song. It's keep it or, uh, you know, when people say keeping up with the Joneses and all of that, 
You know, it's mm-hmm. like, why? Why you want to keep up with the Joneses? If you spend the night at the Joneses' house, their house might be a fucking wreck compared yes. to where you live and your house got a crack down the middle of the roof. You know what I mean? So the only thing that I try to avoid is like just grouping everybody else in some category. Yeah. Because yeah. the best thing that I want to do is be like, oh, you're going to put me in this box and my friend in this box and my because we all ain't. Yeah. That's the part that I try to avoid. So that's well, why it's so hard for me to just take the overall. Also, all y'all motherfuckers is in this. That's why it's so hard for me to believe that. That's why it always seems like such a, um, it always sounds like conspiracy theory type stuff to me because it's like, they all rich. Y'all not rich. Everybody who ain't rich is mad at the people that's rich, is what it seems like. Well, that's, you know what? But see, there's also other groups of people. We, Everybody is not always black against white or white against black or Mexican against white or, uh, or this or that. You know what I'm saying? We have I'm different. Going, I'm going different... Race way, race no, 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 no. I'm just trying to make it as simple as, as possible of what it is to be against someone or not to uh, to uh, vibe with someone because of uh, their nature or something like that. And that's something you know about me is I vibe, I try to vibe with everyone, you know, and it took a lot for me to get there though. It took a lot for me to be able to be open to something bigger to just other than what I see. Cause what you see is not always what it is. You know what I mean? So you yes, have to live, you I have find- to live in your own means. You have to live in your own means. You have to live your life in your own means. You can't, you know, to strive to be better is amazing, and I think everyone should do that. But and every eyesight is not twenty. Everyone's eyesight is not twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. So the same thing. Yeah, definitely. But I think that, uh, like I always talk about forgiveness and mercy and grace and everything that we require from other people, we have to be able to give. So. I think that uh, whatever you give out in and if you don't receive it back in the way that you gave it, don't be bitter. Don't be don't hold vendetta against a person or feel like, you know, that person is not your friend because they're not in a position or in a situation to where they are able to reciprocate back to you what you have given to them you know if you do it out of your heart you don't expect anything back and I think that if everybody keeps that in mind then it, it would just be a better place in a sense you know yeah then it would all be like butterflies and fairies everywhere I'm just and saying, rainbows like, and I unicorns you know I say that all the time rainbows and unicorns yeah that would be amazing it's not like that it's not like that but i think that people can make a choice to uh relieve the stress of always being under tension and surveillance of other people just all the time you know always be cautious but whose job is it i mean like what human being Mm -hmm. could possibly Mm -hmm. even think that they can fix every person's problems. That that's not it. It it takes, it takes one person. It takes one person to occupy their community. In a sense, it, it's one at a time. There's no one. You know, we t- we hear about amazing people in books and things that you know 
leaped extraordinary bounds in life, mm-hmm. you know. And I think that we all have that within us, but we have to do it within our means, just like they did. You know, they did it within but, their means. This is this is my point, though. If I ask myself that question, you know what I would say? There's only one person that can fix all of that, and mm-hmm. his name is. <laughs> Issue and, and the the whole goal of mission seems right now to take him out of the equation, and I just don't yeah. see that. Well, the thing so, is, you know, nobody wants to face the thoughts. A Jason Whitlock because you just bought me on a fearless game with that coming out of this man. <laughs> just let you know, I'm hitting you up tomorrow. Let you know, I love you. My I love you. Because you just bought me in with that comment. I love you. Like that's they the put truth. me on my side. I'm just saying, truth, man. You the that's the truth. thing. Y'all trying to act like y'all God, and there ain't no God. How does that even work? Yeah. Well, the you thing feel is, there ain't no God, but you're gonna try to. Act. They don't work. Well, the thing, work. the thing about you know when you say there's no God, everybody has something that control their life. So your God might be alcohol. My God might be smoking weed. In a sense, whatever you worship, you give power to. So, mm-hmm. so whatever you worship and whatever you. You know what I'm saying? Give energy to grows. It gets stronger. So you can't I just, my, I you just ain't my God at all. Alcohol, I just, I just, no, no, no. I'm just saying. I'm talking about for me. You know, what I'm saying. I'm just saying. Whatever you give, whatever you give authority to in your life, grows stronger in your life. So what I choose to do is to be positive as as much as possible, and to actually um, evaluate myself. I say that a lot. Um, but the thing is, is don't let somebody define you and say, "Oh man, you a killer, man. You a killer. Oh man, you, you know, whatever a nickname or whatever somebody gives to you, that's usually their plan for you. You know what I'm saying? If they say, "Oh man, man, you a crazy motherfucker," you know what I'm saying? Now you, now you cripping and you ain't even been jumped into no gang. You don't even know nothing about no damn gang. You crazy nigga because you had on an extra piece of blue that day. Now, now you a crip. You know what I'm saying? Or now you a blood or whatever. Because somebody, yeah. So, yeah, so don't let them sway you. Which way yeah. did you want to? Hey, yeah. check this out. We are on the 57 minutes, almost oh. 50. Okay. So we have to, uh, this number will be break you down and say goodbye because you know they only give us an hour. Per episode. Let's end like we always do. We love you. So, guys. No, give you shout out. You two minutes. Give you shout out. Please, uh, get with us. Yeah, this is open mic, man. This is we don't. You don't have to get your name or nothing. We can just talk and just chill, and you talk about what's on your mind, and chill. don't nobody have to know who you are. Just talk about how you feel. You know, what I'm saying so. Our ears are open, and uh, you're always welcome here. And I hope to get to talk to you guys soon. Hell yeah. And thank you for coming through. My oh, sissy. Man, I love you. My real sissy. sissy yeah, boss. in real life. Man, this is my real sissy. I know where she lived that night. <laughs> Woman in the industry. It's your host from Ivy, oh, man. Thank guys. you for coming through today. Yeah, I had a, I it was an amazing conversation. Oh, yeah. We got about always. one minute and 15 seconds left. So if you want to whistle something, to hum something, or anything, you know. No, you know, sometimes, you know, sometimes people need a lullaby. You Just know? tell them how to be sitting like me, trying to look like Go sissy. to sleep. Go to sleep. Go to sleep. My baby.
Good night. Uh, good night. We still got like 30 seconds. Understand? We're going to have to. You just killed the ending. You killed the whole ending. <laughs> oh, I thought she was dead. I was like, I we was. need 30 seconds, my bad. I was done. I thought you was. It's all, all right. good. Uh, good night. We got 20 seconds, 19 countdown. All right. Tonight's anyway, my Friday. Good night. Good night. This. Who don't Happy come to I and, and, and tip me more than two dollars? I ain't fucking with y'all no more. Just letting y'all know. Yeah, come see us at the Comedy Club on Friday night, eight thirty in time. If y'all flash him, y'all get a free shake. <laughs> 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 you get a free shake, you know. All right, that is the one hour moment. All right, All right. All right love you, bro. Love you.